Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr. And I just want to say it's so good to be here with all of you live today. I have been uh, dealing with some um, internal issues that have caused me to just take a break, but I am back and I am so glad and happy to be here with all of you. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. If you're joining me via Facebook, they're still being nice to me. I can't hardly believe it. Please hit the share button right now. You never know when maybe one of your friends or family members will see something on today's show that'll make them wake up just even a little bit more. It's all about planting seeds. Same for Twitter. Please retweet YouTube. Thank you so much. And if you're listening via the David J. Harris Jr. podcast, thank you. Please give me a review and send this out to like 5, 10, 15 friends if you like what you hear. That's the goal. All right. Are you kidding me? Historic peace agreement. President Donald Trump, the man that the mainstream media said, oh, he's going to lead us into war. He's going to cause World War III. It's going to be a disaster if Trump gets elected. Wrong, wrong, and wrong. They have been wrong on every single front. They don't have any of the facts. They don't have any foresight into what this man can do for not only our country, but the world and yet he just keeps on showing him exactly who he is. He's the guy that wrote The Art of the Deal. And that's exactly what he's doing. And peace is always an amazing thing, especially when we get to bring our troops home. Are you stinking kidding me? I shared this earlier on my page, DavidHarrisJr.com. Historic peace. Because of Trump, White House hosts three major religions for Abraham uh, the Abraham Accord, Iran, and the left. Well, they're very unhappy about that. They don't want to hear about that. President Donald Trump is hosting representatives. I got a video to show you in a second. Uh, of three countries of three major religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam today on this historic, uh, uh, well, yesterday, well, he hosted them today. It came out yesterday. Uh, this signifying a historic world peace deal between decades-long warring factions that will impact America and hundreds of millions of people around the world in a breathtaking, bold, significant agreement that the media is absolutely ignoring. you got to hear what Bette Midler had to say. And the left and Iran are not happy. They said it's all about tr the President Donald Trump's strength in the region. Strength, strength in the region. We are not being treated properly by the Palestinians because if they are not going to treat us right, uh, they are going to want to be a part of this at some point. They would be here if... We wanted them, but they have to. Uh, they have to wait until other countries come to the table. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to these. Uh, these three leaders that the president just hosted today at the White House. You can just hear for themselves. It's an amazing thing to see all of these leaders that have been opposing factions that have been at war and enmity for decades upon decades to see them all here in the United States at the White House and all paying tribute uh, to our amazing President Donald J. Trump. Our dear friend, President Trump, First Lady Melania Trump, thank you for hosting me, my wife Sarah, and our entire delegation on this historic day. Mr. President, Mr. Prime Minister, and my friend, Abdul Latif Zayani, distinguished guests, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Let me start by conveying the best regards of the UAE people and the leadership, and especially of Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed, to you, Mr. President, and everyone gathered here today.
Mr. President, your statesmanship and tireless efforts have brought us here today and made peace a reality. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Friends, I don't even understand. I don't, I don't have any clue how anybody could still have their head stuck in the sand after what this president has done. His tireless efforts, his statesmanship, his leadership. Sure, sure, he might get on uh, Twitter and he might tweet something that's, you know, ruffles some leftist feathers. But when he's dealing with other world leaders, they have his respect. They admire the man and how he conducts himself. And that... That is our president. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Could you imagine? It would never happen. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris administration, getting anything like this done? No. They would just continue to want all the rioting, all the chaos, continue to just honor all the, all the actual criminals instead of the ones that are actually getting shot or maimed or hurt or harmed by these criminals. Oh, yeah, they'd honor them. It would just be absolute, in my opinion, racial chaos if the left were to take control this year. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think that it's got to uh, it's got to be waking up a, a heck of a lot of people. Old nasty Bette Midler friends, Hollywood elite star Bette Midler. This is the disgusting thing that she had to say, which I think it's a, probably a sentiment from pretty much most of them on the left. They don't want to talk about the peace treaties. They don't want to talk about the peace deals. They don't want to talk about peace. They want chaos and destruction. That's what they want. They could care less who gets harmed. In, in the middle. Well, Bette Midler just uh, couldn't help herself by coming out and saying, basically, she wants to ignore world peace and instead focus on the wildfires that are absolutely ravaging California and a lot of the West part of the United States right now. Absolutely disgusting. It's a welcome distraction, she calls it. Just disgusting. A, a previous peace ink, uh, uh, peace nick ignored uh, President Trump's historic moves for America to lead a world peace movement between warring cultures to post a slamming post about him and his supporters and say that she actually welcomed deadly fires as a distraction. They're the ones that are consuming property and absolutely causing deaths. Here's what Bette Midler had to say. Wildfires, a welcome distraction, she calls it, to the uh, odious one who thinks we will never forget we will forget all about losers and suckers and the newest revelations from Bob Woodward, which is absolutely just ridiculous. It's a, it's another, it's another hit job by nobody that knows anything about anything. Period. He gets to thrill his base who love denying science. Oh, we deny science. They should all be compelled to watch Wall E multiple times. This woman is just an absolute example of the disaster that is and has become, unfortunately, far too many elites. Hollywood made them wealthy. We, we made them wealthy. We watch these people's movies. They're actors and actresses. They're not politicians. Most of them don't know their head from uh, any other hole in their body. Uh, but yet they just think that, oh, because they've been be, they've made, been made wealthy, because they had know how to act, that we got to listen to what they got to say. I think it's just absolutely disheartening and disgusting that she would say that wildfires ravaging and literally killing people and destroying people probably billions of dollars in damage is a welcome distraction to actual literal world peace. It's like, it doesn't make you think of the, it's like the, what's the one answer that every woman that's doing Miss USA or Miss Universe, what do you, what do you want for the world? I want world peace. Donald Trump is giving it to you and nobody wants to hear it. Absolutely disgusting. Instead, what we got is a whole lot of hiding Joe Biden, a man that apparently can't even uh, answer questions 
unless the questions and the answers are on the teleprompter. Here's one of Biden's staffers being asked very specifically and very directly if Joe Biden actually uses a teleprompter to answer questions uh, from from the crowd, from journalists when he's out on stage. And I think the answer really speaks for itself. Has Joe Biden ever used a teleprompter during local interviews or to answer Q&A with supporters? Brett, we are not going to engage. This is this is straight from the Trump campaign. But yeah, talking they're points. using and, it. And what it does and what it does, Brett, is it's trying to distract the American people. I'm just from, they're from, using from it. They the talk pandi- about it every day. Can you well, say yes or no? That's because they talk about it every day, Brett, because they don't have a coherent. Uh, well, you strategy. have an answer. Yes or no. And they are desperate to throw anything they can against the wall to try to distract from that fact. I understand, but you can't answer the question. Brett, I am not going to allow the Trump campaign to funnel their questions through Fox News. Well, I think American minds want to know if Joe Biden can't even get through Q&A without using a teleprompter. What makes you think he should be leading this country? (laughs) Again, nothing against Joe. I don't even think he knows what's going on. Probably 90% of the time, he is going through the motions. He is literally right now being used as a puppet, friends. It's really a sad, sad thing. The DNC to allow this to happen, his own family to allow this to happen. It should not be happening. And I think, I really hope and pray that there's enough Americans out there that see the writing on the walls to understand, do not vote for Joe. And in fact, don't vote blue. We need to take back the House. We need to keep the Senate. We need four more years of this administration doing what he's been doing, which has been absolutely amazing on on almost every single front. I I really don't care what you have to say. And here's the other other inkling of what we would get if we were to get a a, a Harris-Biden administration. And yes, I said it in that order. Normally, no, no VP candidate would ever put their name before the actual presidential candidate. No, that wouldn't happen. But I've been talking about it. I've been sharing it on my show, on my podcast. I've been saying that if Joe Biden, for some Hail Mary of a reason, was to get into the White House, I'm pretty sure it would be a matter of months before he had to recuse himself, before he had to step down, and we would wind up with Kamala Harris as president. At the very least... At the very least, Joe Biden would still just be a puppet, basically uh, at the whim of who? You got Bernie Sanders, you got Elizabeth Warren, you got Beto O'Rourke, you got uh, AOC and all the Green New Deal crap that's going on, and Kamala. It'd be a group effort, and Joe Biden would do pretty much what he's doing right now and just go out and read off of a teleprompter, except all of us Americans in this country would be at the whims of these far-left individuals. I'll, I'll keep it there, but... Listen very specifically uh, of how Harris, Kamala Harris, thankfully no, no, uh, uh, no connection to me, David Harris. If there was, I'd try to reach out to that woman and say something. But uh, no, there's no uh, relation there whatsoever. But listen to how Kamala announces the administration. Is it Biden-Harris? I don't think so. Need to make sure you have a president in the White House who actually sees you who understands your needs, who understands the dignity of your work, and who has your back. A Harris administration together with Joe Biden. A Harris administration together with Joe Biden. As the president of the United States, the Biden-Harris administration. Oh yeah, she tried to save it at the end, but no. You know what's in her head? What's in her head is, I'm going to be leading this thing. I'm going to be the president. If Joe wins, he's out. It's going to be a Harris, it's going to be a Harris Biden administration. And if you think, if you think that this isn't being talked about in certain circles, uh, amongst themselves, 
Well, what about when Joe Biden pretty much says the exact same thing? Harris-Biden administration is going to relaunch that effort and keep pushing. Harris-Biden administration is going to relaunch that effort and keep pushing. Oh, they're telling you, friends. They're telling you exactly what's going on. They're telling you exactly who will be running the show. At least uh, they're they're leaking it on accident. Biden can't really help himself. But for Kamala, what is she doing? She's sitting there like fidgeting around, trying to keep her face in a certain way to try to hopefully appeal to as many young voters, young educated individuals that have been turned out by these liberal leftist colleges and universities that are anti-capitalism, anti-everything that's America, and uh, you actually you do want to follow Karl Marx, and that's what we're left with. So, apparently she's trying to appeal to that base, but I think there's enough of us good, well-meaning, educated, understandable, uh, understanding individuals out here in this country that are saying no. We don't want a Harris uh, administration. The Democrats didn't even want a Harris administration. That's why she didn't even make it to the primaries. Are you kidding me? But that's what we'd be left with, friends. That's absolutely what we'd be left with. And we'd be, we'd be left with a lot more of this. Unfortunately, Antifa doesn't care if your kids, they don't care if uh, uh, your small children are in the way of them trying to cause damage. No, they're willing to even target the children. So what happened uh, with my friend Lauren Witzke, children egged by Biden supporters at pro-Trump rally in Delaware. Absolutely disgusting. My friend uh, Lauren Witzke was at a pro-Trump rally in Delaware on Sunday and a group of Biden supporters, call them Antifa, call them Biden, I think they're pretty much all in the same basket, uh, allegedly drove by and threw eggs at bystanders, striking three children and three adults. Lauren Witzke, a Republican candidate for U.S. Senate, posted the video on YouTube and Twitter showing the egg remnants still stuck on the clothes of the kids. Absolutely disgusting and disheartening. I'll share that video on its own later on, but uh, it just shows you that the left, they just don't care. Kids in the way? No, don't, don't worry about any kids in the way. Throw the eggs anyway. Who cares if the kids get hit? And these are the people that uh, are supporting the Harris-Biden administration that they want the rest of us to support? I don't think so. Not going to happen. Not on our watch. Not this year. Not ever, I truly believe. Not ever. Well, we've got uh, some high school players out of Ohio that were trying to show their solidarity for the Thin Blue Line, for uh, police, for firemen and firefighters, and for uh, America. They were explicitly told not to charge out onto the field carrying any flag supporting firemen or police, firemen or women or police. Well, they, they had their own idea that they, uh, they wanted to make sure was very, very clear that they do support our men and women in blue, period. Nothing political about that. I've got a statement that I want to read that's about these these young boys because they were suspended. The Ohio boys are now suspended from their team after not heeding the warning to leave the thin blue line and thin red line flags that represent our fallen firefighters and police officers that was told to leave them off the field. Were you trying to make some kind of political statement here? Local 12 asked Brady Williams, a senior senior quarterback. Cornerback. No, he answered quickly. Not at all. I was just doing. Uh, I was just doing it an honor to the people that lost their lives 19 years ago. Trying to honor our fallen firemen and women and policemen and women. 
His father is a police officer, and he says that he wanted to honor all the cops who lost their lives during tragic 9-11. Is this where we're at right now, where these schools are going to target students for trying to show support for police, for firefighters, firemen, women? Is this really where we're at? Well, the latest I've heard is that uh, after a couple days suspension, they're supposed to be reinstated. But it shouldn't have happened to begin with. It should have never even came to that point where a school, a high school, would suspend students for running out on the field, showing flags to support the fallen men and women in our police and fire departments. Absolutely disgusting, but I'll tell you, it's a growing trend in Biden's America. You better understand that and know that that is true. If you don't already, well, then you're not seeing the writing on the walls. Well, we've finally got some people charged for all this absolute lunacy that's taking place. You've seen the videos. I've shared some of them. The videos of these uh, these BLM protesters that are just, they're, they're chanting and they're, they're berating individuals that are just trying to sit and eat. They're just trying to sit and enjoy their food. And instead they get sucked into this BLM Marxist uh, belief and bullying system that basically says, if you don't raise your hand, we're going to chant at you because you should, then that means you're a racist. Absolutely disgusting. Well, three Black Lives, Black Lives Matter militant Marxists, I'll add that, charged for involvement in confrontation at the Pittsburgh restaurants. Absolutely uh, uh, good to see that. We need to see more of that. Uh, how does America work? Basic ethics, civil discourse, and a healthy respect and justification for law and order. That's how it should work. Listen to the police. They are the good guys. With Christianity embedded in our daily lives, even with the unconstitutional forced removal of Bible readings and the Ten Commandments, the underpinned pinning of morality uh, further established a moral consistency in social and private conduct. Fast forward to 2020, an American civic has been discarded by leftists looking to burn down our country. The good news is that while these chanters and these rioters, and I'll I'll show you, I'll keep it uh, I'll keep it silent here, so it's not overwhelming me. While we've seen these videos before, these individuals that just want to go to a restaurant and force people to bow to their whim. Absolutely disgusting. I can't, you know what, I really hope I'm out at one of these restaurants where these individuals are out there trying to make somebody stand up, put their arm up. I'm going to give them a lot more than put my arm up. I'll tell you that much. I'm going to tell them, I'm going to use civil discourse to explain exactly why I would never bow to the whim of any BLM activist doing anything. They're Marxist, they're anti-American, they're anti-Christian. One of their latest videos, they're literally walking around chanting, F your Jesus. But they're saying the word, F your Jesus. If you're a believer out there, you better not in any way, shape, or form be supporting anything that has to do with BLM. So many people were sucked into it, posting those little black squares. You can just, you know what, say I was wrong, I'm distancing myself. Unfortunately, there's a heck of a lot of pastors out there that are supporting this Marxist movement, and uh, it's absolutely disgusting. Well, these uh, these three were uh, these three were hemmed up. They've got charges. You can read the uh, the full report on my website, davidharrisjr.com, uh, and make sure to check out djhjmedia.com. Two completely different news sites to bring you a full spectrum of a lot of the true news that you're not seeing on your normal mainstream media. So, what else do we got? We got an Obama video that I cannot wait to show you because it has been done so well. It's done to perfection. It shares exactly every single reason why we should not be supporting all of these politicians that have been in office for decades and delivered no results. But first, I'm going to do a drawing for some of you guys, for those of you that were 
watching my show last week, I put up a drawing for this mask. They're still requiring us to wear masks when you fly, masks when you walk into a restaurant, then you can take it off. It's so stupid to me. It's just ridiculous. But if you got to go meet a friend and you're going to go to a restaurant, you got to be able to walk in the door. Some people say, I use my shirt, whatever. I say, why not show something that shows your support? So I put up uh, this this uh, face mask, official Trump Pence uh, campaign face mask. You can't even buy these. I put it up for individuals that bought either my book uh, or a couple flags on my website. And I've got my Trump hat. You can see it's signed right there by the President of the United States. Are you kidding me? All right, I'll do this really quickly. Thank you all for those, those that supported. If you haven't gotten my book yet, get it at davidharrisjr.store or some of my amazing Trump flags. Let me, uh, that one popped out of there. I'm trying to make sure I mix these up really good and pull it out for one of you to get this. That's just one. And it is Lorette Lock. Lorette Lock, this brand new mask. I have never worn it. That's going to come in the mail to you. It'll go out tomorrow, Lorette. So thank you so much for your support. Thank you, everybody, for your support. I've got, I've got, another, I've got another one of these masks. I'll do another one uh, for those of you that want to have that official Trump uh, Pence tw- campaign mask to show your support when you got to walk into dang near anywhere these days. Hopefully that all comes to an end pretty quick. Here we've got the president was right again, friends. Yes, he was right. Antifa is an organized. They should be labeled as a domestic terrorist organization. Uh, internal memo email was leaked from the DHS shows that Antifa is absolutely very organized. Katherine Harridge from CBS News posted on Twitter about a series of emails from July about the violence in Portland, Oregon that had been leaked to CBS from the Department of Homeland Security showed that, that showed that President Donald Trump was right to call Antifa an organized group. These are not just people that are happen to show up in the right place at the right time all collectively and not worried about, you know, bills like the rest of every other American. No, these people are absolutely very, uh, very organized. According to the DHS internal email obtained by CBS, former acting undersecretary for intelligence and analysis Brian Murphy wrote colleagues on July 25th that the Portland violence was not opportunistic but organized, in quotes. Uh, The individuals are violently attacking the federal facilities based on these ideologies, one email read. And friends, this just goes to support that everything that these Democrats have been saying, that, oh, they're just peaceful protesters, they try to lump everybody under this peaceful protester, it's absolutely garbage. What really, what you should really be thinking about is if they're organized, who's organizing them? Who's funding them? I've tried to sprinkle some truth to you. If you haven't looked up George Soros, Open Society Foundation, just look up all of all of the organizations that George Soros supports and some of the candidates. He's supporting candidates. Andrew Gillum was one such candidate that Soros was supporting before he got caught in a naked love triangle with a man. Uh, and he was on drugs and about ODing. He's just one example. Now the left comes out and wants to honor him for coming out and saying, oh, I'm bisexual. Well, he was married and had kids at the time, so I don't think celebration is in order. But that is just one example of the kind of individuals that George Soros supports. You should do your research on him and make sure you understand that none of these uh, peaceful protests are any, they're anything but peaceful. BLM, Antifa, lump them all together. They're being paid, they're organized, and they have an agenda. And their agenda is to bring down this country from within. And you better believe... A Biden-Harris, or let me, excuse me, we'll use their phrasing, a Harris-Biden administration, uh, I think you'd see a heck of a lot more of it until the regular, everyday Joes like you and I, and Joanne's, I guess it would be, are in submission to their whim. 
that's what would be taking place. I'm going to show you that video in just a second, but uh, I've got one more, one more article I want to cover right here. PA Smackdown Lancaster rioters held on a huge $1 million bail each after their partaking in the riots. $1 million bail each! Yeah, let's see you try to come up with bail for that money. I think they're just hoping that all these celebrities are still going to stick their hands in their wallets, ignore the uh, chaos and destruction, and just say, oh, we need to get them out. Finally, a judge who's taking a stand against the tyranny in his jurisdiction. Too many courts have allowed local anarchists to walk free just to have them back out and terrorize or even kill because they have more people and destroy public and private property. Though it is within their discretion to set bail as they deem the accused to be a, the accused to be a risk to the community as a whole, a judge in Pennsylvania shot across the bowels of many BLM and Antifa domestic terrorists, telling them they don't come to our neck of the woods. We enforce the law there. Pennsylvania judge threw the book at them, setting their bail at one million dollars each. Hey, uh, hey, John Legend. Hey, Chrissy Teigen. Hey, all you elitists. You gonna dip into your wallet when it's uh? A million dollars bail for each of these individuals, or I think it's ten percent. So that's a hundred grand. Are you going to do that? Let's see exactly how deep your wallets want to go to support these absolute domestic terrorists that are terrorizing Americans and even killing them. And now we've got the video from Obama's own lips that I don't think could have been done any better. Yes, Obama himself. I'm agreeing with Obama. Can you believe that has hell frozen over? No, it hasn't. I agree with what Obama says in this video, and I think that uh, once you watch it, you'll agree with me too. I mean, just because you've been someplace a long time doesn't mean you're ready. The last thing we need is to have the same old folks playing the same old games over and over and over again and somehow expecting a different result. That's a gamble we can't take. Am I right? Same old folks. Take the House. We got to take the House back, friends. We got to keep the Senate. And we need President Donald J. Trump in office with his administration without his hands tied behind his back so that we can get out of this pandemic, COVID madness mess that our country's in. I, I guarantee you, friends, there's no stinking way that a Harris-Biden administration would pull our country out of the depths that this COVID pandemic has plunged most of us into. Millions of Americans lost jobs, businesses shut down. We need a businessman. We need a deal maker. We need somebody that didn't come from politics, that understands business to help create the kind of business structure that we need in this country. We need four more years of that. So please join me. Make sure that you request your absentee ballot, uh, ballot or you show up in person to deliver your ballot on November 3rd and make sure you're supporting those that support this president in the House and the Senate. God bless you all. Thank you so much. Go to davidharrisjr.store if you want to get my book or get my products. I'm drinking these every day. These help me get through so, so much. Uh, uncorkedliving.com, friends, is how you can get the products that my wife and I take and use every day. And uh, I even sign little notes on the little invoices. So if you get uh, an order, especially if it's today or tomorrow, uh, I'll make sure that it's uh, signed by me with a little hi and thank you in there. So that get that at uncorkliving.com and use the code David. You'll save even a little bit more. God bless you. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in today. I'll see you tomorrow. And this week, I've got Pastor Daryl Scott. I've got Sarah Huckabee Sanders that I'll be interviewing. Are you kidding me? You're not going to want to miss those podcasts and those clips. So God bless you. Have a great rest of your evening. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.